At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Hanrahan here from Vicent Thursday edition. After such a wonderful day in the nation's capital yesterday, it's back to gloomy and wintry mix, and I'm ready for I'm ready for spring. Ready for baseball. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. What a joke. Hope they can uh, figure that out. Coming up here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bed Rivers, we're going to go around the region in college basketball. Obviously, a down year uh, locally. We're going to chat with Bill Rowland, voice of George Mason Hoops, and plenty other uh, media entities. We'll chat with him in just a second. Speaking of local college hoops, I gave you GW the other night, getting seven at home against Richmond. That was a big fat loser. So now I documented 28 and 30 on the uh, DC City Cast season. So since I've started the podcast back in mid December, 28 and 30, and like every day I'm just inching closer to 500. One went away, and then I can't get there. So the other night, I was 28 and 29. I gave out GW, and they got waxed at home by Richmond. And I should have taken the Bet Rivers tip at betrivers.com. Richmond had won like 13 straight Tuesday night games. In a row. One. Not cover the spread, but we're victorious. I should have. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. A couple of things on my mind before we uh, chat some college basketball coming up here on the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Uh, two things. A, Chris Tapps, Porzingis, and the Wizards. Did they ship for damaged goods? Did they know that they were getting... I mean, obviously they knew that this guy had some injury issues. Um. I saw that the Mavericks play-by-play man tweeted about Kristaps Porzingis. So this is a guy that was around Porzingis for several years, right? Doing the games. And uh, he retweeted and or quoted a tweet, I think, from a local uh, writer about Porzingis still being evaluated, still hasn't done five-on-five stuff for the Wizards, and that uh, they're going to take it game by game, and it looks like he may not play against the Spurs tomorrow night as the second half of the NBA season gets underway. And so the voice of the Mavericks tweeted something to the effect of, this guy left a game a month ago with a quote-unquote knee issue and is still not returned from it. So that's not a good look, and I'm not sure why the guy would have done that, but uh, clearly there's something to that tweet. In fact, let me get the exact tweet because I want to get it right because I retweeted that uh, as well. At J. Frank Hand ran at VEASAN Live, at Bet Rivers. Let me see where it is here. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was like, oh, goodness. All right, here, here's what Chuck Cooperstein said. He's the voice of the Mavericks, right? And he tweeted, uh, it will be four weeks ago on Saturday, he, meeting Chris Porzingis, left with a quote-unquote sore knee versus Indiana. I mean, he's getting called out by his former announcer. So this is the, the concern that I had when they made the trade. Now, again, they basically dumped salary for salary. Dinwiddie and Bertans for Porzingis, basically, right? I think you're getting a little more on the Wizards side in terms of salary. I think it's $33, $34 million a year for Porzingis. Dinwiddie was getting 20-something, $20 million. Well, actually, it's about even. Never mind. I was thinking that Bertans made less. But Bertans was in the $16, $17 million. So, basically, it was a salary dump for both guys. And Tommy Shepard, the Wizards GM, is talking about salary dump, uh, excuse me, taking a big swing when really it's a, a salary dump because Porzingis has a year and a half left on his contract. I can't imagine he's going to be here in two years. But we've got to see him play first to know what we have in this guy. And is he going to fit into this system? And he is still questionable slash doubtful for the game against the Spurs tomorrow. So this is something to keep an eye on. And I don't like to harp on a guy who's hurt saying, oh, he gets hurt all the time. It's not his fault. Uh, but this is a guy that is hurt all the time. And you traded for this big swing almost two weeks ago. Well, now two weeks ago. And dude has not yet seen the floor for the Wizards. Now, I know we had the All-Star break. And I predicted that he would not play until after the All-Star break. And now, if he doesn't play against the Spurs, doesn't the, the red light go on like, hello, this is a concern. Or maybe just nobody cares because his team is irrelevant at 27 and 31. And therein lies a whole different topic and discussion about the Wizards moving forward. But I just wanted to bring that to the forefront. Like, this dude hasn't played yet since the trade that was two weeks ago. <sighs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it as they finally get going tomorrow night at home against the Spurs. We'll see. I don't know. I didn't mean to be so Debbie Downer, but you, you get my gist of what I'm trying to say with Chris Stapps Porzingis. I hope he gets healthy and plays soon so we know what we have in this big swing. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, uh, is Aaron Rodgers' deal. Uh, he keeps coming out saying, you know, well, he, has, he goes on somebody's... Uh, podcast and says no decision yet but now today it seems like there's reports that he's going to uh make a decision soon although green bay still has to sign off on a trade what are the like what's the likelihood aaron Rodgers gets traded and then there was a list of teams i think on usa today of possible destinations for him one is denver i think washington football was 11th the commanders were number 11 on possible uh trades for aaron Rodgers. i you know, my prediction is, well, first of all, he's just, he's amazingly good at getting the attention, right? For a guy who keeps choking in the playoffs. But you're a team like Washington, you're a team like Denver. Any of the teams that didn't make the playoffs are, are frothing at the mouth, right? They're salivating, saying, I want this guy. We're a quarterback away from making a push. I think the commanders are a quarterback and a receiver away from doing some, some damage. Washington's a long shot to get Aaron Rodgers, but despite his uh, his views and his controversy and the attention that he gathers, 
You obviously got to make a pitch for him if you can't, which I don't think Washington can. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. The Aaron Rodgers situation. Washington, definitely not going to happen. But hey, you never know. We've seen crazier things, right? I've <laughs> seen crazier things. All right, straight ahead here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. We have my official release tonight. NBA is back. This is where I make our uh, our gravy. So we'll have an NBA release. And straight ahead, Bill Rowland stops by to chat local college basketball. And we'll get his uh, thoughts on the Wizards as well. That's next. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hantran from Beeson. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 DC City Cast presented by Bed Rivers rolls on on a Thursday. Pleasure to bring in Bill Roland, voice of George Mason Men's Hoops. Uh, Bill, good to talk to you, man. How are you? And uh, I wanted to get you on because this is a very interesting time in local college basketball. And I want to start by asking you this uh, A1. What's the deal with the locals? Why is it has why has it been such a down year specifically uh, Georgetown and uh, and Maryland? Yeah, it's good to be with you, Frank. Always uh, fun to catch up with you. I, I mean, I'll start first with the team that I'm I'm most familiar with in, in Mason. They're 500, but they also have a first year head coach. Right. So I mean, in legit first year, not even first year at the school, but legitimately his first year as a head coach in college basketball. So we'll we'll get. To Mason, but yeah, it's a weird year in college basketball. It's funny. I was just looking through the standings as I kind of check every morning, and I guess locally, if you don't include schools that are four hours from the DC metro, <laughs> Navy may be in the best shape to even have a shot at going to the NCAA tournament this year. It may be right. all about Navy. Navy. Um, I mean, it's. Frank, it's brutal over at Georgetown. I don't know how – was it up to 16 in a row now sure. that they've lost? Yep. I, I don't know – and you and I have probably talked to the same people about this. Mm. I don't know how they can go on with Patrick Ewing past this season, but I also don't know that they have the guts to fire him because I've heard that he got a couple more years on his contract after they won the Big East tournament last year. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he can survive. I'm thinking if there is a change, he just resigns, right? I mean, behind closed doors, we all know that he's probably going to get pushed out, but he'll just honorably uh, resign. If he goes winless in the Big East, there's there's zero chance he can be retained, right? Or is it the fact that he's still a big name and, and they'll give him one more one more year? I mean, he he's the second most important person in that school's basketball history, right, right behind behind Big John. He, mm-hmm. He's got to be number two. Can you sever? Because if you fire or force out or he resigns or whatever it is Patrick doing, it's done at that point, right? There's no more going back right. to the to the JT, you know, Big John coaching tree because I'm not even sure there's anybody else that's coaching that was would be from that tree. 
So if Georgetown's going to do it, they, they've got to do it clean. It's got to be just mm-hmm. an absolute everybody is sweep it out. Unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to be. And then is this still a top 20 job in college basketball? Yeah. I, I think you could argue that maybe it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know that we would have said that even a decade ago. But right now, I mean, look, you're going to get a good coach because it's Georgetown, it's the Big East. You'll have your, your opportunities. I don't know that it's as big of a job as Louisville, as Maryland right across the way. And we'll transition to the Terps mm. now. I mean, to me, frankly, and we talked about this uh, mm. just before it happened, actually, about because Mason had just beaten Maryland. I think you and I talked about how it was mm-hmm. going to be another uh, a struggling year for the Terps. But Danny Manning, clearly not the answer. They, they've given him a shot, and he's won a couple of games. I mean, they beat Penn State the other day, but, I mean, big deal. They're Got not, home, right, right. Yeah, they're not, uh-huh. they're not a threat. They're not a threat in the Big Ten. We, we know this. So they're going to have to go and, and find themselves a new coach. Look, they're 5-11 and 11 in, co- in the conference. They're at the bottom of the standings. They're down there with teams like Northwestern, Oof. Minnesota, and Nebraska. That's not the company that you keep if you're the Maryland Terrapins, at least in their mind. That's not where they're supposed to be. So it's going to be interesting if Maryland and Georgetown are both looking for head coaches, and it appears that's the way it'll be. Louisville looking for their next head coach, obviously. They're probably swimming in different waters as far as which coach you're going to try to get. But I'm curious, and I know you're a Maryland guy as well, Frank. I'm curious who are the fans expecting and will they be disappointed if it's not a Rick Patino type name? Does it make sense if it's just a, an up and comer? Are they going to be okay with that? Right. Right. And I have zero idea who would be in the mix, uh, you know, Andy Enfield out of USC. But to your point, are you going to leave unless you're getting offered a ton of money from Maryland? Is, is, is Maryland a better job than USC? Yeah, I mean, the only – and I've had this conversation with so many people during the basketball season when you run into them. You know, they talked about, uh, you know, Oates from Alabama. Would Nate Oates come to Maryland? And I'm like, look, you could – the only reason that Nate Oates leaves Alabama, it's not because Maryland's going to be able to pay him more money because Alabama prints money. <laughs> the only reason Oates leaves Alabama is Maryland can sell him on – you're never going to be so far behind the top sport uh, here see, at Maryland. Yep. yep. And and you can come here and let's face it, even when, when Ralph Friedgen had it going, it was still about Gary's boys, right? It was still Gary Williams of the basketball team that, that ran the headlines there in Maryland. No matter what they want to tell you, moving to the Big Ten and everything else, it's still a basketball school in my mind. It, they still have the residue of the ACC of being a basketball school. So – that's what you would try to sell an Andy Infield is be like, look, no matter what you right. do at USC, it's always going to be the Trojans football team. That it's their school. Same thing in Alabama. I mean, Nate Oates goes and wins a national title, and their boosters are going to go, "Good job, you're six behind Nick Saban." <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> no, that's true. what he's going to hear. It's true. So, it's true. So maybe they maybe they want to come to a place where mm-hmm. they can be the number one top dog. You know, coaches have egos. They're, they don't get uh, to where they are if they don't. So. <laughs> Just ask Juwan Howard about his ego. Sorry. Well, I mean, right, the, right. Yeah, I mean, my exactly. God, man. Uh, Bill Rowland joining me here, a voice of uh, George Mason men's hoops. And you're around a big-time program uh, and, and Division One hoops. It, it is such a pressure cooker. We all understand that. 
and the decisions to be made for these programs moving forward. It is such a pivotal moment, obviously, for Georgetown and Maryland. What are they going to do? What does it ultimately come down to uh, when, you know, George Mason hires a new head coach? Are you looking, like you said, this is a first-year guy. You know, can Maryland hire a first-year guy, or are they going to bring in a sort of established name? If it was up to you, Okay, let's say you're at Maryland and at Georgetown. You know, what are the what are the things that you're looking for in a resume that says, yeah, that's going to be my my guy to move this this program forward? I think they can go and try to get the up and coming young coach, sort of like what George Mason did. I mean, Kim English, you know, had been an assistant coach for all of six years of his career. He's only 33. So, I mean, he's one of the youngest he's one of the youngest division one coaches in college basketball. Um, I don't know that, that Georgetown necessarily needs to go to, to a, you know, an early 30s type of coach, but I don't think there's anything wrong with them saying we want to find our next big John, quote-unquote, a guy who's going to come in and will be here for the next 20 years. Right. Because even if Patrick Ewing had been successful, he probably wasn't going to be around for you know, 15, 20 years in that job just because of his age. I just don't think he would have wanted to do it. But if you can get a hungry young guy in his mid-30s, let's say, that's a good recruiter that, that can really um, connect with these kids today and recruit, Georgetown is a place, and, and, and Big John showed it, that, that you can, A, win at a very high level, and you're in the Big East, so you're in a great conference. You've got money to throw around. Oh, plenty of money. And, and you can be there for 15, 20, 25 years and become the next legend there you can sell that again dc being a a big international city so you can recruit internationally you've got the best high school basketball in the country is right here in our backyard and you know that as well as anybody frank the wcac and these other private schools have the best fertile ground dc baltimore there isn't any place better i defy anyone to find better high school basketball than the I-95 corridor that runs between Baltimore and D.C. You can't find it. So you can sell all of that. So that's what I would do for Georgetown. Mm -hmm. I'm looking young, assistant. Maryland, I think it has to be a guy who's done it and who's won. I don't mean he necessarily has to be, Mm -hmm. you know, late 50s, early 60s. I wouldn't want Patino because I wouldn't want the baggage. And the the guy's 70 years old. So how long is he going to be here? Mm -hmm. If I'm Maryland, I'm looking at a guy, I say, okay, I need somebody who I think, if he's successful, is at least a 10 to 15 year guy. So late 40s, early 50s, whatever it may be, that's had success, but they also need to be the personality that fits the school. And in my mind, Turgeon was never that guy. I think he's a fine coach. He's not horrible. Everybody that says that the the Big Ten was above him is crazy. He's not a terrible coach. He just didn't fit Maryland's profile, and that that mm-hmm. Gary Williams. Us against the world, yeah, yeah, fiery, fiery type coach. That's the kind of guy that Maryland needs. Now, I haven't done a deep dive into who that would necessarily be that might be available, but as a just a, a macro view of it, to me, that's what Maryland needs. The guy that's going to pump his fist, sweat through his suit, get the student <laughs> section, rally, you know, rally behind him, right? That's I Maryland know. basketball. I know, man. I know. That's Maryland basketball. <laughs> and they haven't had that under Turgeon. And, and I think that's what they're looking for. You know what? Danny Manning 
isn't that type of guy either. And there's nothing wrong with not being that type of guy. All different styles win, but that attitude and that personality fits yeah. Maryland, fits yeah. College Park. That's what they need. You know who who reminds me a little bit of Gary Williams? I was watching that Providence Xavier ridiculous game last night. Uh, Ed Cooley out of Providence. He yeah. he's almost yep. he's almost too. You don't know exactly who he's yelling at the whole game, but he's yelling the whole game, <laughs> right? right? Like, right, is he yelling right, at the officials? Right. Is he yelling at his players? Is he yelling at the fans? Like, uh, it, that's a kind of coach I, I see that mold of uh, being at Maryland. Just a, a dude who's just sweating his yeah his butt yeah. off the whole game uh and that's a kudos to gary williams the the foundation and the the legacy that he laid uh at maryland let me ask you this i want to get your take just really fast on the michigan wisconsin deal i know it's the big talk okay. of this week uh, i was not surprised by the the fracas because i'm sure you've heard some stuff on the the, the handshake lines but what, yep. what really struck me was, Bill, the fact that Jawan Howard and the Wisconsin coach did not immediately take that 15-minute cooling-off period or whatever, and during their press conference, I know they were still heated, but somebody had to have gotten into their ear and said, yo, you have got to apologize like right now. And the fact that it took a day for them to apologize, I don't know if Wisconsin actually ever apologized, but for Howard to come out with that statement after he was suspended, that was eye-opening to me. Like, I couldn't fathom him not apologizing 15 minutes after am i crazy here no and and i think i think because it was so heated Mm -hmm. that even your best sports information director because let's face it that's the seriously mike that's the guy who has to do it right i was gonna ask you yeah who is it yep that that's the guy who has to go to him and i don't know i don't know the the one from wisconsin or the the one from michigan i couldn't tell you their name so i'm not throwing them under the bus because You don't know what kind of relationship they had, and you don't know if they said to both Coach Howard and Coach Guard, hey, you've got to go and and try to defuse this. They may have said that, and in the heat of the moment, the coaches were like, like, yeah, thanks, but go away, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Go away, nerd, leave me alone. Um, But, yeah, I was – to me, the whole thing, to to even get away from the, the handshake line, the whole thing was stupid. Stupid. I mean, Juwan Howard, you're you're down 15. There's under a minute to go. Why are you pressing their backups? Right. Okay? And then if you are going to press their backups, you're just expecting that Wisconsin having trouble with the press is just like, okay, well, we'll just turn it over. over. No. No, If you're going to coach to the end, then I'm going to coach to the end. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the stuff happens, and I'm not 100% sure what was said. Because, look, Frank, you and I weren't there. We weren't in the yeah. line. So, I mean, who who knows exactly what was said. The most amazing thing to me, though, and I don't think he got fined or suspended. At least I didn't see it. I haven't really looked for it. The Wisconsin strength and conditioning coach. Oh, I saw that. What was he doing? Doing the, <laughs> doing the crotch chop. The crotch chop. And mid-course. <laughs> Oh like he's some kind of 90s WWE wrestler. That to me was a 10. That was the topper on all of it. But I don't know how he doesn't get in trouble because that was, that was yeah. pretty bad. I will but say it was this. amazing. I would love to see them play in the Big Ten tournament. I have no idea oh, if they can match up, God, but that would yes. be fantastic because Howard will be back. He'll be right just a regular season. Yeah, I think they gave him five games, which was supposed to carry through. Uh, okay. The rest, I think, the rest of the season because they're nine. And I'm looking at their schedule now. They're mm-hmm. nine and seven. Okay. I don't think they would have 
Do they are they well? Maybe they are. are they playing twenty games in the Big Ten now in Jesus. the conference. Wow. Okay. Dude, they have four more games. They won against Rutgers. That was the first game he missed. And then, yeah, they have four more games left. So, yes, he will be back. He would be back for the Big Ten <laughs> tournament. And oh, wouldn't that be That'd delicious? Be fantastic. If they got to play Wisconsin, I'm I'm rooting for that. Now. I, I would actually be watching that game rather than you know yeah. just just oh. watching Maryland. I'd actually say, hey, I got to see this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no question, no question. I'd be all about it. Bill Rowland joins me, voice of George Mason, men's hoops. Uh, used to do the uh, Bullets Wizards, uh, former Bullet Wizard at John Howard. But I, I got to get your uh, thoughts on where the Wizards are going post-All-Star break. I, I let off the show just uh, with my arms raised in the air going, does anybody care that they made this trade for this big swing in Kristaps Porzingis? And it doesn't look like dude's going to play for a couple more games. This is an injury-riddled player they're getting. I don't see him with the team in two years. They do dump off the salary of Dinwiddie and Bertans. Uh, so minus Porzingis, Bill, what what can we expect in the second half Ooh. with this Wizards team minus your best player in Bradley Beal? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. And, and again, I, I reference conversations you and I have had in the past. Did they miss the boat on, on not tra- trading Bradley Beal last summer? Correct. I mean, that's I, I still go back to that. And they got off to such a hot start. Everybody pointed at me and said, what do you think now? And I said, well, it's, it's November. That's what I think about right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, Caldwell Pope. I think you're going to see a lot of Hachimura, who actually played pretty well he the other did. night. And he's, he's been injured, but he had 20 the other night. He looked pretty good against the Nets, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was a nice win. They're going to have to really figure out what they have with Corey Kispert as well, which we to me, he's just been kind of, eh, he's been okay. You know, he haven't really got a ton out of him. Mm-hmm. Um and then Kyle Kuzma's actually played pretty well. He had a triple double the other night. So, you know, they're they they are what they are. They're they're ninth or eleventh place now. I guess I want to say ninth because I knew they were a game out of the playoffs. But now ten teams make the stupid thing. Um, they're a game out of making that dumb little mini tournament again, which is stupid. And they're I think six out from being out of that in the sixth seed. So. Yeah, I mean, are they good enough that they could sneak in to be the, you know, 8, 9, 10? Sure. Does that get them anything? No. no. It'd be just like last year. Maybe they win no. and get to the real playoffs, and then they get smoked by these teams that are way better than them right now. So, Porzingis is interesting to me, though, because he was the unit number four pick. He was the guy that was supposed to be the, yeah. the next Dirk. <laughs> right, he was he was the next Norwichi because he was a big seven footer that could shoot the three. And look, he made the all rookie team. He was a runner up for rookie of the year. But like as you said, he's been injured. If he gets healthy, he's an interesting piece. And maybe he moves the needle for them next season. Or if he gets back this season, maybe he does enough that little mini tournament as the, the seven or eight seed. But I just think the way this team is constructed right now. They they still need to shed salary and and go all in free agent wise and I still am a proponent although now his trade value is even less I'm still a proponent of moving Bradley Beal and just trying to start all over again because clearly he's not getting any younger and they're not getting any better not getting any better that's the key word um, 
I would say you just need to start your rookies. The 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 twenty only twenty four games left, which is crazy. Abdia, right. Kispert, Rui, just throw them in the mix, give them their experience, see what you have. Uh, I know that you still want to set that bar of you got to earn your minutes, but hey, at this point, it's not like they're they're slackers. Just see what you have. Start those three at least, and, and maybe Porzingis and, uh, and Kuzma. And just goes, you know, fire away. Just move right. and push, you know, uh, what it was, pace and space or whatever they call it. But they're not doing that just quite yet. Because um, Avdi has actually showed some some signs, too, of getting a little bit better this year, which is good. Yeah. The, the, the thing about it is, Frank, and you talk about pace and space and everything, they're still 28th in the league in three-point shooting percentage. It's crazy. So they're running this style – that they can't be good at because they don't have elite shooters. And you look, <laughs> right. I mean, that's just, that's just honest. I, I mean, know. look, Beal, no, he made a lot of threes because he shot a lot of threes, but they don't have knockdown shooters. And they're trying to play a style that's very popular in the NBA now that requires you to have yep. knockdown shooters. You look at, I think, three of the top five three-point shooting teams in the NBA all have a winning percentage over – 600 and the other two Atlanta's number one they're two games under 500 I think the Clips are at four huh. the Clippers and they're a game under 500 everybody else is well above 500 so if you don't have shooters yeah. you're not winning in this league thank you man as always and we will catch up soon appreciate you yeah thanks Frank Bill Roland follow him on Twitter at Bill Roland that's R-O-H-L-A-N-D he'll be on the call of George Mason and GW this Sunday. Always good when those two teams uh, get together. Straight ahead here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. We are going to get into our official release tonight. We are two games under 528 and 30. And we're going to get to it back tonight with a couple NBA plays. I will give those out. Yes, the NBA is back finally to this lengthy NBA All-Star break. My God, man. It's Thursday. Where's the hoops? We'll do that next. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Andrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 3500. DC City Cast rolls on, presented by Bet Rivers. Do not forget to download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Frank Handran here from VEASAN. Appreciate all of your support. Follow along at J. Frank Handran at VEASAN Live at Bet Rivers. As I check out BetRivers.com right now, Capitals in action tonight at the Rangers and a lot of discussion about Alexander Ovechkin of the Capitals. Of course, he's from Russia. We know what's going on with Russia uh, invading Ukraine, basically. And a lot of people want to hear what Ovechkin has to say about the situation because he's a big Putin uh, supporter. And uh, he did uh, not talk to the media today. So, I, like a lot of us, I'm sure he is very uh, much thinking about what is going on with that situation. And um, 
just a, you know incredible time, and it's something that you know, just following along, it's 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 mind blowing. Like this is actually happening right in our day and age. So he says he's going to talk uh, in maybe the next day or two, get his thoughts on what is happening um, for Alexander Ovechkin. And if you look at the line right now, Rangers are actually a slight favorite in this one. I'm not going to give out my official release, uh, but I like the Caps in this spot on the road at the New York Rangers. Basically a pick em. And the total is only five and a half, so very low-scoring um, low-scoring affair expected tonight uh, from New York. All right, let's get to my official release tonight. It is good to have the NBA back as my sort of my bread and butter. Uh, Wizards again facing the Spurs tomorrow night. Don't expect to see the unicorn back anytime soon. Well, at least not tomorrow night against the San Antonio Spurs. But as I look at BetRivers.com, there are a couple games of interest that I really want to uh, give to you tonight. Uh, number one, um, why in the hell are the Bulls just favored by three over the Hawks tonight? Is there something I'm missing here? Hawks are sub 500 on the road. Bulls pretty darn good. Had a great first half. Um, and... When I click on tips at betrivers.com, the favorites have won each of the Bulls' last 14 games. So the favorite, that doesn't mean they've covered, though. Maybe you want to think about money line of the Bulls tonight. They're at minus 157. Hawks are at plus 130. But since the Hawks are getting three points tonight on the road at the Bulls, give me the Atlanta Hawks plus three at the Bulls. That is one of my official releases uh, tonight. Atlanta Hawks, by the way, documented 28 and 30 slew of games uh, this evening. Then there is the Golden State Warriors favored by 10 on the road at Portland. Rarely do you ever see a visitor being a double digit favorite at Portland or in general, a double digit favorite anywhere. Thus, I'm taking Golden State minus the 10 at Portland. So I'm going to get two, cross my fingers, two wins tonight to get back to 500. Get my official releases tonight. Atlanta Hawks plus three at Chicago. The reason being, Atlanta is, after a great season last year, they've, they've, they've been terrible this year for whatever reason. They just haven't put it together, even though they signed all their guys to the big money contracts. Collins and Herter, and I said Kevin Herter, and and Young is in the mix. And yet, they are 28-30 and 30 on the season. They are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They do come into the post-All-Star break winners of two straight, so maybe that's one of the reasons the number is so low. Meantime, the Bulls are 38-21. and 21. They are 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won five in a row. And yet, they are just favored by three tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. So the common thinking is, oh, well, this is a, this is an easy cover for the Bulls. The number is so low. I got to take the home team in Chicago. Well, I'm going to take the Atlanta Hawks plus the three tonight. That is one of my 
official releases. And then we look on the other end at a 10 o'clock game, the Golden State Warriors, 42-17. and 17. Coming into the All-Star break, they've lost two in a row, six and four in their last 10. Portland Trail Blazers have won four straight. They've won four straight. They're actually playing for possible playing game, even though they dealt C.J. McCollum. They are 10-point underdogs at home tonight against Golden State. So, again, we're going against the common grain thinking of, well, they're at home. They're getting double digits. I like the home team. No, we're going to go the other way, and we're going to take the Golden State Warriors plus, uh, minus the 10 tonight at Portland. So, to recap, to recap, Atlanta plus 3 and Golden State minus 10. So, I'm taking a road dog and a road favorite uh tonight and just for s's and giggles there is a couple local teams i think uh in action in college hoops but i'm not even going to look at it maryland is at indiana tonight uh indiana is favored by six and a half and uh where is it georgetown's in action too tonight my god can they just get a victory just one simple win uh, it must be a late game because I'm scrolling through at BetRivers.com. Oh, there it is. 8 o'clock tonight. DePaul is favored by two and a half at Georgetown. My God, man. Georgetown has lost 16 in a row. And when I click on the tips at BetRivers.com, five of the last six night games between DePaul and Georgetown have produced a total of 147 plus points. And the total is 145. Not going to touch it. Not going to touch any of these college games. We're just going to stick with the NBA (laughs) Uh, tonight. All right, that's going to do it for our DC CityCast on a Thursday. Hope you're doing well. Uh, thanks to my guest, Bill Rowland, talking local college hoops and some wizards. Again, follow along at Ran on Twitter, at Bet Rivers, and at VEASAN Live. We will talk to you tomorrow as we get set for the weekend. I'm Frank Hanrahan, DC CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We'll see ya. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare